Hi, listeners, and welcome to the podcast where we discuss human behavior, relationships, home decor, lifestyle, and so much more. I'm your host, mindset coach, and interior designer, Evelyn Glick. Let's crush all limiting beliefs and create a life and home that represents who we are and who we aspire to be. Increase our spiritual connection and intentionally design our most authentic life. Let's dive in. Good morning, friends. Thank you for being here. I want to discuss today my design philosophy, which is that connection between our state of mind and how we live. I'm passionate about linking the two, our inner and outer world, particularly our homes, which is our haven. Nowhere else are we more ourselves. It's where we strip all the outside stuff to feel comforted and at ease. It's where we build long-lasting memories. And it should be just that. It should be a place where you come home to, like an embrace. It could be that warm or exciting place that reflects your style, your experiences, and your vision, who you are and who you are becoming. It should be whatever feels right and good to you. We all deserve to live in spaces that truly reflect who we are and who we want to be. We know we're all affected by the people and things around us. I invite you to look at your spaces with the eyes of possibilities Pick one room at a time to transform into a place you absolutely love, a place with a heartbeat. That's how I refer to it. What gives you the feels? It's such a wonderful feeling to be in a space that some say speaks to you. I say a place that sings to you. You know that feeling. Don't ignore it. Find common factors in the things that you're attracted to, wherever you go. All the places you visit, restaurants, museums, hotels, nature. Trust your instinct and follow it. You find you like several different styles. This is actually quite common. You can mix the two very often and quite well. One of the two styles, however, needs to be the main character. I suggest have a folder of images you enjoy. Grab these from Pinterest, the internet, catalogs, etc. See the common links between these styles. We often gravitate to two or even three. Find the common grounds among them. Then pick one as the predominant style in your home. The other can act like the supporting characters. I like using the 80-20 ratio when designing with two styles. And if there's three styles, then the ratio should be uh, 70-20-10. This is my approach. There are many. The idea is still the same. Plus, don't get hung up on the name of your style. Minimalist can look modern. Eclectic can look boho. That's because there's similarities between them. You know the design is a success First and foremost, when you, the person living in your space, loves it. And that happens when you love how your space looks and feels. There's a comfort and balance there. The more you connect to the things you love, the easier this connection will be and the decisions you make and purchases. And if you really don't have the time or desire or eyes for design, well, that's why we're here for you and many other talented designers. I do believe, though, that you should give it a try I also want to add, if you have another person in your household or a family that will influence your choices, take that into consideration. If you have a spouse, a partner, a significant other, or kids, let them be part of the design process, unless they truly don't want to be part of it, because I find a space should be welcoming to all the people that live in it. And when they're part of it, it becomes more special. They should be collaborating with you. I believe beauty is in the eye of the beholder. There are a million different ways to describe beauty. Let's try to join together in what's beautiful to all the family members. 
And sometimes, yes, sometimes we have to give some things up if it truly is something that someone does not like in their space. But most of the times, there's something, there's a common factor that we can find where everybody can be happy in. Also, let's take into consideration how long is this person in this space? For example, for your kid's bedroom, I think they should be making a lot of the choices there. It's their space. It should be theirs, as comfortable as they want it to be with the colors and patterns that they choose. It's a little trickier when it becomes a living room or a dining room or a kitchen. I think for that, the person doing most of the cooking should decide. In my household, is me. And thank God, most of my choices and being in this field, my family is happy with. So sometimes there's a hard no in a purchase because of whatever reason. Find out where is that about? Is it the shape that your spouse or family member doesn't like? Is it the color? What is it about that particular purchase that is an absolute no in your house? There's so many selections now that you can absolutely find something that will be lovely for everyone in your space. When it comes to offices, who's using the office? Is it your spouse? Is it you? Let's take that into consideration as well. But in these days where offices become sometimes a thing that multiple people use, then perhaps you can have your desk decorated to your liking with the things that you love. Find little moments where becomes very personal and really inspires you to do whatever work needs to be done and just finding comfort in the things around you. There's some styles that are close together and are super easy to mix and combine. I'll share some examples now. If you like traditional, for instance, country can be easily added because they both have comfortable and classic elements. If you like Japanese, on the other hand, we know that it's a mix of Japanese and Scandinavian design. They're both known for keeping things functional and simple. Modern can be added here easily. Art Deco, on the other hand, can be mixed with mid-century modern because they're known for their metallics and bold colors. Bohemian and eclectic can blend quite well since they're both associated with layering in a collection of things, which makes a space look lively and funky in a sense. Note, when combining styles, keep the color palette uniform it will tie things together much better. In other words, the color should be the equalizer that marries things together in cases when styles are so different. And also, when making big purchases, be neutral in your furniture selections and designs. It's better to stay away from bold and trendy pieces. You can add these in decor and accessories. Remember, the more functional the piece of furniture, the more longevity it needs to have. Therefore, it will be a bigger ticket item. So keeping it neutral will be easy to incorporate into any other design styles you have. And I can't leave this podcast without mentioning transitional style, which combines traditional and contemporary furnishings. It balances feminine and masculine, old and new, in a refreshing and new way. It embraces and updates two styles into one cohesive one, my personal favorite. I want to remind you, there's no judgment here. There's no such thing as one style being better than another. There's a million beautiful ways to live. I'm not going to have you throw out your precious items because it's not what's in style, quote unquote, right at the moment. At the end of the day, this is your place and this is your life. You get to decide what you have and how you want to live in it. Takeaways. Number one, have a folder of images and rooms you love and look at the similarities between the styles. Number two. What is the feeling you want when you walk into this space? Do you want it to be calm, peaceful, inviting, or bold, energetic, and vibrant? By the way, 
unless you have an open floor plan, rooms can totally have their own personality and their own vibe. Number three, allow family members to be part of the decisions. When designing in a room that everyone uses, it's important for them to be part of it. But I do have to say, whoever is the most creative and has the vision for the space should really make most of the decisions here because they can really pull and tie everything together. Number four, conversely, in rooms where one person is primarily using it, they should really put in their personality and their style in that space so they get to decide. Number five, I like using the ratio of 80-20 when designing rooms with two styles and with three styles, 70-20-10. The idea is still the same. There should be one main character, one predominant feature, and then the others can be added in decor and as an element to support the main style. Let's make our homes, as I always say, a place that represents who we are, who we're becoming, and surround ourselves always with the things we love. Hope this was helpful and informative. Blending two styles should not be difficult. And remember, these are suggestions. Live and decorate in a way that feels good and looks good to you and the people living in this place. Make your own rules along the way and add your personality. Surround yourself with what lights you up and live the fullest expression of who you are. That's all for today. Thank you for listening. Till next time. Bye now.